Welcome to Straight Talk with Wine Spectator, a podcast from the world's most widely read wine magazine. I'm your host, James Molesworth, Wine Spectator Senior Editor and Special Projects Director, and you're listening to a special preview edition of Straight Talk Episode 8. You can hear the full, uninterrupted episode for free at winespectator.com slash podcast. In this episode, we're highlighting our May 31, 2023 issue with an exclusive, rare interview with legendary Aubert de Villain of Burgundy's Domaine de la Romani Conti, a.k.a. DRC. And we'll also be joined by the wine king of the south of France, Gerard Bertrand, and more. And joining me now, as always, is our podcast director, Rob Taylor. I feel like kind of a letdown after that list of names. (laughs) (laughs) You are a star in our own right, Rob. We couldn't do it without you. That's the most important thing. We're also joined by our very own Bruce Sanderson. Welcome back, Bruce. Thanks, guys. Good to be back on Straight Talk. So, Bruce, you've been covering Burgundy since the 1995 vintage for us here at Wine Spectator. We're now on to the 2020 vintage with your latest report. But we've got this interview with Aubert de Villain. He does not do interviews normally. He's also got five decades of experience there, which is twice what you got, not to besmirch your 25-plus years of taste in Burgundy. But this was a pretty special interview what were some of the highlights from the conversation? I was so happy that Aubert agreed to the interview. I've known him a couple of decades. I did not know that he was a journalist and that he had interviewed Robert Mondavi. That was a big surprise to me. I did ask him about highlights from his career, and he told us about a couple of the wines that inspired him early on. You know, he's just such a wealth of information and so passionate about the region. One of my highlights is certainly the second vintage I worked on at the Domain. That was 1966. I remember 66 as a sort of a, like a jewel, a a moment of glory, which uh, taught me that in Burgundy, that was not only vintages with uh, uh, rain and and botrytis, but also uh, glorious vintages. And almost at the same time, another wine, it was a Musigny of 69, drunk in 72 or 73, Musigny by De Vogue, which also gave me an extraordinary feeling of perfection, but this one, very young. And in fact, uh, today, when I taste uh, vintages like 2019, I think I find again the same magic that I had in this uh, vintages 1969 Musigny. You are also in a partnership with Larry Hyde and his family, grape growers in Napa Valley's Carneros AVA, making Chardonnay and Pinot Noir under the Hyde de Villain label. What's it like making wine in California versus Burgundy? It was an interesting uh, venture. I got married in 71. I should have mentioned this as one of the highlights at the beginning. (laughs) I got married in 71 and I would have never done this uh, venture if my wife hadn't been the uh, first cousin of Larry Hyde. He didn't want to make wine. He was uh, interested entirely in viticulture. Why wouldn't we select uh, two or three blocks in Hyde Vineyards and make wine. We would bring the know-how and he would bring the grapes. And so we started this uh, small winery, a very small winery called HDV, Hyde de Villain. It was like coming back 40 years before when I worked for uh, six months in California. And I interviewed at that time for the Revue du Vin de France. I was 
a little journalist at the time, and uh, I interviewed Robert Mondavi, who was uh, at the time working for his uh, family uh, firm called Krug, I think, and that was in '64. This interview with uh, Robert Mondavi, which lasted uh, at least three hours plus a lunch, is something that uh, was uh, a highlight for me in my uh, career of vigneron, meeting this uh, man who had this extreme energy, who had not done anything by himself yet. He was planning and who wanted to really to, I think the expression is to give us a run for our money. Huh? Tough to follow an interview like that, James, but I think we've got a couple folks here who are up to the task. For sure, Rob. I mean, Aubert de Villain, that's not an interview you get all the time. Some fantastic stories there from him, and that was a fun listen. And we're going to try to keep the trend going here as we've gotten into our May issue cover story, which is about the man who brought France's uh, Languedoc region into the fine wine conversation, Gerard Bertrand. And our colleague Christian Beeler is back to tell us all about it. Welcome back, Kristen. Hey, James. Hey, Rob. Hi, Kristen. So, Kristen, tell us a little bit about the man Gerard Bertrand. Yes, I've known Gerard and his wines in the U.S. for many years, but I actually got to spend three days with him and his team in Languedoc in December, and it really helped me appreciate just the size and the uniqueness of what he has built there in his effort to champion high-quality single-vineyard wines in Languedoc. He has 17 estates across the region, and he's created this all in his lifetime. He really followed in the footsteps of his father, Georges Bertrand, who had this vision for creating quality wine here, who died tragically when Gerard was only 22 years old. And he'd been playing professional rugby for some of the very best teams in France, but he quit that life when he was 29 to devote himself entirely to wine. You know, first of all, I start to make wine with my father when I turned 10. That means, uh, you know, I've done my first vintage in 1975 and... Uh, at the end of the harvest, my father said to me, you know, Gerald, when you will arrive, when you return 50, you will have 40 years of experience. I mean, he has already his vision about this region. And uh, my father like was like an hero in the region because he was one of the first to believe about the potential of the terroir. You know, because when you look at the Languedoc, we make wine for more than 24 centuries but we have developed a quality process for 40, 45 euros. That means we have sold a lot of bulk at the beginning of the 20th century. And, uh, you know, in the 70s and in the 80s, my father led these changes and uh, he started to capture the essence of the terroir, including reveal uh, the taste of the, the grape from the region, and it was the beginning of uh, the journey, but we can say that my father was 20 years ahead the curve, you know. He pushed and he helped people to, to create the reborn of the region. That's all we have time for in this special preview edition of Straight Talk, Episode 8. You can hear even more from Aubert de Villain and Gerard Bertrand in the full-length episode plus our chat with retired NBA legend Tony Parker about his growing portfolio of wines. You can hear it all exclusively and for free at winespectator.com slash podcast. I hope you'll find us there soon, but until then, I'm James Molesworth reminding you to always share when you drink the good stuff. <laughs>